Previously on the Simply Human Podcast. Definitely when we're focused on a particular distance for a prolonged period of time, it can definitely cause eye strain or eye fatigue. Um, it's, you know, it's a very common symptom and some people call it computer vision syndrome. Some people call it uh, digital eye strain, but, you know, kind of that, that constant, you know, focusing at the screen for, you know, with that blue light coming at you. It's episode 220 of the Simple Human Podcast with your host, Mark. 220. 220. I know. That's a, that's a lot. It's a big number. With your host, Mark and Rick, two human beings. Yes. Being human, our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy, and how you can start living more like a human today. On today's show, we have Manny Weintraub. Another one that I'm pretty sure about. <laughs> it's Manny is definite Manny. M-A-N-N-Y. It is W-E-I-N-T-R-A-U-B. And I said Weintraub. It could be Weintraub. But I'm going no, with no, Weintraub. So, okay, he specializes in talking about investing in plain English. As an avid meditation enthusiast, he helps you look beyond the day-to-day mood swings of Wall Street to focus on your plan. His mindful investing approach takes the lessons of meditation and applies them to saving. During his 30-year career on Wall Street, Manny has advised hundreds of clients and managed more than $1.5 billion. He did not manage a billion dollars. <laughs> That's a, joke for two? a drop from Dallas Radio. So I'm no, sure he did stop. manage. Sorry. Um, and we're going to talk. this. So this is an enjoy life meditation slash saving money financial, which you need that stuff to be uh, a healthy human. Can't just... Yeah. Hey, listen, you have to take care of your... Take care of your chicken. Chick- well, what, who's chicken? Uh, take care of your chicken. Do That's not what, uh, choke it. All right, we are going to play uh, a game. Uh, so, <laughs> you know what my favorite. <laughs> here. You know what my favorite game is Rick. One up. One, one up. One up. This. Okay. This show is brought to you by One Up This. It is. One Up This. One Up Yours This dot com. <laughs> Wait, do not go there. <laughs> so it, tell them you go to Facebook. There's not a website. It's a Facebook page, right? If you want to go to One Up This. I believe so, yes. Yeah. One Up This game, I believe. And so we teased this last time, but... We heard about Rick's computer, and then we told the Leon Smith story. So, <laughs> so I, I listened to some of the last show, and I think my favorite part was when I said, "Wait, he had sex with LeBron James's mom?" <laughs> I did not. I did not think that I was going to ask that question when we started recording. Okay, here is the card. Are you ready? And you know what's coming. Yes. Tell a story involving door-to-door solicitation. Oh, my God. <coughs> I've been waiting for this so, for like two weeks. <laughs> we, we've had the, our, the last two guests on the Monday that we've been recording. It's like, all right, here's the Zoom link. Are you ready to go? And the last two weeks, it's been like, oh, we can't. Sorry. Something's come up. So we haven't recorded in like three weeks. So... um <sighs> This is very, very complicated. Oh. So I, when uh, my... 
Okay, so we sh- we're starting off on the right foot. So I win a uh, my. That's a good start <laughs> to the mini story. <laughs> when my ex-wife, <laughs> it's complicated. When uh, we, we'll call her Mildred. God, this is so complicated. It's hard to to to, to state this. Um, All right, we'll go to the next card. <laughs> <laughs> she got a like we were uh, doing a long distance relationship, and uh, she was working in Oklahoma. I was working in Texas. Then she got a job in Ohio, and so I took the first job I could get in Ohio. Right. Which, if I am not mistaken, was I was going to try selling insurance door to door. Okay, I don't think I remember this because <laughs> you became really? a police officer very quickly after this. It's it's, it's it's after the insurance thing. So I uh, took a job selling insurance door to door. God, and um, like what? That's a thing still. Oh my goodness! Yes, it sounds and, like hell. Uh, I was. Um, God, how old was You're like the guy from Groundhog Day. Uh, you know his friend that he sees, Ned something. <laughs> Niermeyer yeah, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like I was 23 and I look like I was 14. And uh, I would go door to door in these communities in Ohio and Michigan and I would... Um, are you wearing a white shirt with a black tie and black pants on a bicycle? I don't know. Like, it was ridiculous. Like, I uh, was way out of my element. And, All right, hold um, on. Can we do a little role play? Can you ring the doorbell, and I'm going to answer the door, and you give me your spiel? Ho, ho, My name is Rick. I work with Combined insurance company of america and i've already slammed the door (laughs) (laughs) and um i i i distinctly remember one uh one person invited me inside and said like hey i'm 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 good to go sign me up really and he kept he was like hey uh you want some sake and I was like, I don't know what that is. And he was like, Oh, it's a it's a Japanese liquor. Um, it's best warmed up. I'll put it in the microwave. And um, this guy got me drunk. What? <laughs> <laughs> we and you, and you woke and up and drank sake. For like an hour, then I was like, "I I have to drive back to Toledo," and he was like, "No, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay." Don't tell me you spent the night at his house. <laughs> I did not. I um, <sighs> some point I I cut him off, but uh, uh it, it, it felt like I was being rude because I was like, "He no, was no, so no, lonely. No he was so lonely." <laughs> he just wanted a friend, Rick. How dare you? I uh, gave him friendship for a couple of hours. <laughs> what? Was it like kid stuff? 
stop it. Uh, but like we, he, 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 I gave him friendship for, for about seven and a half minutes, <laughs> <laughs> and then he, and then he threw me out. He was ashamed. He, uh, I I uh, sold him some insurance products. Well, like life insurance or like car insurance. What kind of insurance did you have? A it clipboard? was supplemental, like a uh, thing Geico. Like, oh, uh, okay. If you're uh, like supplemental insurance, if you're uh, like creatine, you're, hurt, you're uh, sick. Yeah, yeah, you can get this uh, supplemental insurance. So, so like uh, protein and creatine supplements is what is what you were selling. No supplemental. No. <clears throat> No, Mark. Uh, but that was. Uh, <laughs> so what happened? Did you go? Did you sell? I would feel like you would be a better salesman in that state. <laughs> you have all the confidence in the world. No, no, he bought all of it. He bought everything I had to to sell, and it was like one of like, like I I spent a lot of time knocking on doors, and um, was he your biggest sale ever? He might have been actually. You like, should have like you should have started walking around with just a bottle of sake with you. Knock <laughs> on the door and be like, "Hey, I'm Rick. Do you know what sake is? I'm selling insurance too." Man, I got messed up at that dude. So, house. what did you do when you left the house and you said goodbye and you and you embraced and you exchanged phone numbers? <laughs> we definitely, we definitely embraced. <laughs> when I get drunk, I will hug. He's a hugger. You'll do you'll do oh, other yeah. you'll do other things too that end up on a that end up on an undeveloped roll of Kodak film. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bachelor party reference. Yes, it is. I have this. I think we've talked about this. I have this roll of film from that night. <laughs> that I've, I've never, I'm scared to get it developed. Like I'd have to mail it off to like do Siberia. It. Do it, like, Mark. Hey, do it. So I'm, um, you know, you weren't supposed to know, but you know because I'm an idiot that I'm coming to town this weekend. Yes, I was supposed to be a big surprise. Should I bring it? Should I bring it this weekend? <laughs> do they even <laughs> develop the film? They, do they even it, still have like bring a, it this weekend? Hour long, like they have hour film. Develop like you know, like where would I take it? I don't even know where would it, I don't even think Walmart has that anymore. And their Fox Fox One Hour Photo Lab isn't a thing. Fox, remember that? Lab. God, that was like twenty years ago. There was one. Remember that Skags that was over there <laughs> on like Custer and Fifteenth. There was a little Fox yes. One Hour Photo right next to it. That's where we used to go to take our pictures and get them developed. <laughs> How about that? So yeah, so spoiler alert, I uh I texted Rick in the wrong thread and and gave away that I was coming into town to surprise him for his tenth birthday. Fortieth? But tenth. But you don't know uh you don't know anything else. No, we're gonna keep it that way because I'm pretty excited. Yeah, we're gonna have a full report afterwards. I'll look forward. (laughs) All right. Um, The other thing we had was tell a story involving a weather event. Should we do that one next time? Because I'm sure you were in a tornado. 
Yes, I was. We we called you old tornado Save rig. That. Okay. All right. Um so let's get to Manny. I'm excited about Manny. Um he's been on the on the docket here for a while. And uh so here is without further ado, Manny. Yes. Conversation. Mel. Do you know anything about hockey? No. <laughs> okay. Me, me me either. Apparently there was a uh there's like this thing in hockey where if like there's just this guy in every hockey stadium who is every the, home team requires that they bring an emergency third goalie and uh it happened in Carolina they uh both the goalies for the hurricanes got like i, I don't even know what happened to them i think they both they got, got like concussed it was like they yeah, were like, upper they, body they injuries they both got hurt or thrown out or whatever <laughs> but like uh this random dude like the emergency backup goalie 42 years old play. hasn't played a game in like 5 years <laughs> he's <laughs> <laughs> and he got the win. It happened in Chicago a couple of years ago. Like, uh, but that guy didn't he, get the win, right? Or, this was the first ever win. No, 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 no. The guy in Chicago a couple of years ago, he got the win. Oh, really? It wasn't like the so water. It happened before. It was like the Michigan water boy and the water boy when he just gets <laughs> yes. his head knocked off. Yes. Hey, it, Manny, is it Manny Weintraub? Uh, yeah, Weintraub. Ah, Rick. <laughs> that's what Mark I said. Wins. I said I think it might be Weintraub, but I don't. I think I'm going to go with Weintraub, and I messed it up. No, either one's fine. I don't think it matters. <laughs> sure, it does. It's your, it's your name. Well, this uh, is Mark. Like in Yiddish, should be pronounced Weintraub. There you so. go. Well, we'll say it like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is Mark talking, and my co-host Rick is on the line. Rick. Yes. There he is. Okay, so we're recording. We've already done an intro. So let's talk about that. So uh, you mentioned your name, obviously. So where where is your uh, where your name origin? Talk about your uh, your origin, your family. Uh, sure. So I'm Jewish. My family is from what would now be the Ukraine. They're from the Austro-Hungarian Empire, uh, from Galicia, which was the largest province in the Austro-Hungarian Empire. Wow. And they came over in like 1900. Dang. That was a long time ago. It was, yeah. <laughs> well, very cool. Um, and so we've already done the kind of the intro, kind of the standard intro, but like we, wanna, we want to hear kind of your version of kind of your story and how you got to, to where you are today. So sure. go for it. So my story... So what I'm really excited to tell people about is meditation and investing. But my story, I started off with meditation. I went to Japan to study martial arts and Japanese in the 80s, because at that point they were supposed to take over the world. Right. And after about a year of studying martial arts, a friend of mine invited me to go on a meditation retreat, and I'd never done any meditation at all. And it was a 10-day silent Dang. retreat. And I was like, okay, yeah, let's give it a shot. Let's see how it goes. And it was very, very intense. Yeah. I mean, it was awesome. Uh, like the first day, we just were paying attention to our 
breathing through our nostrils, like just the feeling of breath on your nostrils. I think it was like three days. Oh my gosh. Like the nostril. <laughs> and then three days of body scan. So just like feeling, you know, paying attention to your toes, then your ankles. And so like, like in the middle of the day, would you have like, okay, now everyone it's time for beach volleyball. Y'all go play beach volleyball for an hour. <laughs> Island beach volleyball. Right. And, there food and there was walking, but like you meditated before breakfast and then after breakfast and for a couple hours. And there were videos, so like of them teaching you how to do it. So it was, you didn't have to be, a, you know, an expert to do it. But the, the whole no talking thing is was very intense. Yeah. Like it um, turns out, talking is really important for human communication. And yes, just, you know. Could but you make studying, animal noises? Could you make noises. like velociraptor noises? No, 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 uh, nothing. Okay. I guess you could run. run. <laughs> you know, there, you could definitely chew food very loudly because there was one guy who did that. Who was persecuting me by chewing food next to me. <laughs> did anyone else hear that crazy noise just then? Sorry. Sorry. That was you? <laughs> yeah. That sounded That's like funny. the most crazy sci fi noise I've ever heard. Oh, that was a velociraptor. Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what we're really here to talk to you about. So, so let me ask you this very quickly. I don't and I want you to continue from that point. But what what uh martial arts were you studying over in Japan? Oh, I studied Shirinji Kempo. Yeah. Very cool. Which is the Shaolin temple boxing, which is kung fu. Kempo is in Japanese would be kung fu. So is that something you still practice or no, I, af- in, so I grew up in New York in the 60s and 70s. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, self-defense seemed really important to me and all that. But, Especially when you're riding the subway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think I'd been doing it for like a year and a half. And one of the senior guys at the dojo who was from the States said to me, he's like, you, you know, we never really do this outside the dojo, right? Like, This isn't practical. <laughs> you, you should just run away. Like we call it run-fu. <laughs> like, oh, I, didn't, I didn't really know that. Oh. And then I did the 10-day meditation. And that really spoke to me much more than the, uh, the martial part of the martial right. art. right. Okay, sorry. So you did the you do the ten day silent retreat, and then, and then it um, you know. So by the end of the silent retreat, my whole body was glowing like I was doing it when I did a body scan. It was like my whole body, like all at once, lit up like a light bulb. Wow! And it was like that for like two or three days. But then at the end, they're like, "Okay, now that you you know how to meditate, meditation can be like sleep." So just sleep two hours less and meditate for an hour in the morning and an hour at night. And I lasted for about seven days before I like was sleeping on my meditation cushion and drooling everywhere. <laughs> so it was one of these things where I tried to be too perfect at it. Yeah. And um, I ended up giving it up pretty quickly, although it was a great experience. And then 
then I got a whole, my life was all about investing once I went back to the States and, you know, through a series of coincidences, ended up working in the back office of a money management firm and was able to do my job in half the time required. So I ended up learning how to analyze stocks and so you, you grew up in New York. Did you grow up like in Manhattan or in one of the oh, yeah, other? Yeah, very much so. Wow. So Wall Street was just kind of like, uh, just like in your neighborhood. It was, well, <laughs> Manhattan was a very different place. Wall Street was not that big a deal. Really? In the uh, 70s and 80s. It, well, the 80s it started to be, but in the 70s it was not. And, um, but it, it was definitely there. I'd say in thinking about history and societal trends was always part of growing up, but in was, uh, I guess I just fell into it. Yeah. Yeah. I studied anthropology in school. Where'd you go to school? I went to Penn. Oh, University cool. of Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you do the, so while you're doing the whole wall street thing, are you, you mentioned that you stopped the the meditation practice so you you weren't doing the mindfulness meditation stuff like like kind of the early part of your wall street i was doing yoga for a lot of um definitely i was doing yoga for stress reduction for the uh let's say starting around the financial crisis like i it was something i was dabbling with but around 2008 i was starting to do yoga every day at least for an hour uh, in order to be able to function, right? Uh, it was very difficult time. So, were you were you like on the trading floor, like buy sell, set buy sell, buy sell? Were you doing that whole deal? Did you ever do that? Yeah. So I wasn't. <laughs> so I was definitely. I wasn't on the trading floor, but in a way, it was worse because I I would be the person to say, "Let's buy." or let's sell, and I would meet face-to-face with my clients. So I was a managing director at Neuberger Berman, and I was part of the, we call it a high net worth group. I was part of the group that ran Roy Neuberger's money, as well as a bunch of other people's money. And when you're going through, you know, for me, down 10%, up 10%, like those don't bother me. But when you're down, I think like 25% or something. Jeez. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Jeez Louise. And like you're meeting with someone and they're like, no, I'm in town to return this belt my wife got me and I don't really like it and I'll get a different belt. And like, you know, I don't know. It's a really nice belt. Maybe it's like a $100 belt or something, but you're like talking about, hundred thousand dollars you know it's uh it felt a little surreal um and for me it was yeah, more I can imagine yeah but when you owned companies like i don't know coca-cola or um i don't know thermo fisher you know life sciences companies companies where you knew the business wasn't disappearing it wasn't, I didn't, and all my own money was invested the same way. I didn't feel bad uh, for me because I felt like I'll be okay and it's going, you know, the stocks will come back. I just felt bad for 
my clients who were who didn't know the companies as intimately as I did. Right. So they only saw the prices. Right. So I know you in your in your bio and stuff. It talks about mm-hmm. in two thousand eight you uh, credit yoga for yeah. for getting you through that. So did you did you see that coming? Like how, from your perspective, like what was your take on all that? And then how did how did yoga get you through it? So I'd say I did not see it coming. I definitely thought so. Well, let me rephrase that. The summer before it happened, like it took a really long time for it to impact the stock. So in March, I think Lehman, no, not Lehman. In March, maybe Bear Stearns. One Fan, of Fan, in one of the Fa- yeah. Fannie Mae, one of yeah, those fail pretty yeah, quick. But like there were cracks in the system, like countrywide credit, like the, all through March and the summer, like things were acting really weird. And then by some miracle, everything rallied into October. And I definitely was able to reduce risk a lot in the portfolio uh, through October. That was miraculous. Right. But I did not. And I, sometimes not being exactly wrong is pretty good mm. so like i didn't see it coming but as things got worse i kept selling into it right and i had a strategy which i communicated with people and part of it was the strategy but also part of it was for to help people feel more comfortable which is so important so the strategy was don't buy companies where their earnings estimates are deteriorating. <laughs> right. So, like you could buy, again, you come to these stable businesses, but if you're buying an industrial or a bank because it's cheap, but then the earnings keep evaporating and like maybe it's not as cheap as you thought because your, de- your definition of cheap is, you know, based on what the company can earn. So... I kept hammering that uh, that message home. And then finally, the whole thing just got so, I think after nine months, the whole thing got so washed up, you were able to buy companies for less than the value of the cash on their balance sheets. Wow. And that would be assuming that all their debts were paid off too. So net cash. These are uh, These are the type of things that, legendary stock pickers were finding during the depression. And I thought I would never, ever see that in my career. And you were able to find them. And at that point I was like, okay, I said we weren't going to do anything with deteriorating earnings estimates, but like if there's something where estimates are deteriorating, but it's trading for less than the cash on the balance sheet, then we're going to start buying. Right. So it um, it was a very long, you know, nine months or twelve months, but uh, through a lot of communication, you know, we got through it. Yeah. So, so let's talk about you know the the four pillars of the simple human lifestyle: eat, sleep, move, and enjoy slash manage stress. So that's kind of where your expertise comes in. So let's talk about 
applying the fundamental lessons of meditation to money? How, how, how do you do that? Sure. So I would say the first thing is it's worth investing some money in a mindfulness practice. It's definitely, um, you know, there've only been three things in my life that have really made any difference. I'd say, you know, or three self-help things. Yeah. And those have been uh, a good therapist. So talking to a professional who knows about the human brain and life and stuff like that. Right. Um, investing in compounding and meditation. Huh. So, and I can tell you, you know, these days they're great resources for like $80 a year or something like that, whether it's headspace or calm or 10% happier. So I'd say that's a really great investment. So you, you um, use, I guess, headspace. headspace. Talk, about Talk about the different resources, you know, cause I've got calm on my phone and I think that's like LeBron James has like now come out and he's like a, a spokesperson yes. for Calm. So kind of talk about the different resources like that and, and what's good about them. Sure. So I like, so I've used a bunch of them and I think they're all, and they're all great, you know, in the sense that if your only other option is do nothing, you're much better off doing something. Right. So like maybe Vipassana, would be the best, but like, I don't have two hours a day, right, you know, and I right. wish I did. Or I need more sleep than they thought I needed. You know <laughs> right. So um, Headspace is great, but it's basically one, the meditation part is basically one person uh, who's a great um, teacher, but it's only one person. So that's a negative. Yeah. Um, Calm. They do have some great sleep, you know, circling back to sleep. They have some great sort of sleep casts. I don't know how to describe it, but it's almost like you turn it on, you're having a little trouble falling asleep. Obviously, not, you know, following whatever advice you have, but right. And they'll just tell you these stories. And I'm uh, actually, I'm starting to drool just thinking about it. <laughs> you know, you know what? I've used one of those before. Actually, I used one. I was camping one time and could not fall asleep. There was like these, this weird noise somewhere in the campground. And I put my headphones in and listened to one of those stories. Like, okay, this is not going to work, but I'm listening to this stupid story on this stupid thing. And then next thing I know it was the sun was coming up, you know, like it is amazing. amazing. Yeah. So those are great. And then calm uh, has a, a variety of voices and, um, I recommended calm to my wife because I think she wanted more female um, <laughs> voices. Right. You know, I guess, yeah, I can understand that. It's your life. Yeah, you can. There's like Goofy and like uh, uh, the Bear or the Honey, Christopher Robin, whatever his name is. There's all mm -hmm. the different voices you can get on there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, uh, and then I've recently been using more, uh, been doing more with 10% uh, just because of the quality of the teachers and, um, and advice. So, so you're a, you're a busy guy. You got a lot going on. Like how, what is your average time that you spend like being mindful or meditating every day? Okay. So would I, I'll tell you, but 
I don't, I want everyone to know that if you spend three minutes, it's better than spending zero minutes. And if you spend three minutes today and forget to do it tomorrow, that's okay. Right. Like it, it, this is, there's no minimum. Like the, it's just better to do it than not do it. But I'll probably do, and it, and I just the other day, I, we were traveling back from vacation. I forgot to do it at all. But we were in a taxi on the way to the airport, and I told my family, like, oh, my gosh, I better meditate right now. And I just put out the headphones and did it for 10 minutes. Yeah. And that was great. But this morning, I like my ideal routine is brush teeth, meditate. Yeah. So I did 20 minutes of um, meditating this morning, which was great, and then did 10 minutes during um, – a lunch break, I did a walking meditation for 10 minutes. Uh, and this was a really neat guided meditation all about listening and just sort of getting out of your head. And in New York City especially, like, gosh, you know, you're hearing all these different conversations in different languages. And, you know, the um, I was listening to the traffic noise and it really reminded me of the ocean. Huh. Uh, so it's really kind of cool. So... You doing a ten day like silent retreat is like the equivalent, like the equivalent of doing, of a, doing like a, a three day like ultra marathon, and <laughs> so, so you have you, so you have that perspective, and now it's like your daily practice is like you have to go run two laps, and it's like oh that's compared to you know you have this perspective. Well, not everybody is gonna is that ultra marathon or is that so for for people that like do you just kind of slip into like the the more you do it, the easier it gets to just kind of go to your kind of anchor points or like, are you always relying on the apps or do you have kind of like a go-to here's what I think about it. I'm doing breathing. I'm counting pulse. I'm, I have a, something that I'm fixating on a mantra or something like what is kind of your go-to. So my go-to would be body scan glowing. Um, but it's, you know, I guess when I hear people who say they're not good at meditating, it's just for me, it's body space glowing. I love it. It feels really great. And I think getting distracted is fine too, because then that gives you the opportunity to like yank your brain in. So like if I'm in glowing body scans, it doesn't mean I don't get distracted. It just means like, oh, I'm going to now go back to the, to what I was body. doing. Yeah. I always get distracted. So my the the other night my I've got a nine year old daughter and uh, every Sunday night like she wills this into existence where she's like I'm not gonna be able to fall asleep on Sunday night I never can and she likes you know it's just midnight before she goes to sleep so the other night I told her she was like do you know any tricks or anything so I told her to do like a deflation body scan which is like like you start at your toes and, and like imagine them like deflating and when they're deflated yeah. then like you can't move them. And like an hour later, she came out and she was like, that was awesome. I pretended like I was turning into spaghetti. spaghetti. <laughs> but I'm, I was like, okay, that's a weird twist on it. And like she, but she was like, but I'm still awake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, 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 like that. Yeah. I uh, had, I tried for my nine-year-old. I was like, okay, let's see if these headspace stories work on him. And they're like, telling him this really long, you know, soporific story about cats on houseboats. And then like he comes out after an hour, it's like, that was great. 
thing and all these cats. Like, I can see like the makers of those stories like, all right, guys, here's the deal. These stories are designed after 15 minutes. Nobody's going to be listening. So for the last 15 minutes, we're just going, burr, 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 just like making crazy noises. Yeah. <laughs> and your son's like, what are they saying? <laughs> oh, man. Well, okay. So we got kind of your, uh, kind of your daily practice. What like, what, okay, let's take somebody that's never done this. How, like, where do you start people? Where do you say, okay, look, you've never done this, but you think this is, you know, you, you, you figured, you read enough and you know this is a benefit to this. Here's, here's where you should start. And you obviously don't want to start people off with a, most people aren't going to go on the, like, I'm the kind of person that's like, yeah, I'll do the 10 day thing. Let's just, let's do this. You know, let's dive in. Most people aren't going to do that. So what do you, like, how, where do you start people? I would start with the apps. Just give it a shot and, you know, I, it it's not going to be for everyone but just give it a shot that's sort of what i say yeah and i i really think you know it's like we can go on this crusade against technology you know say oh technology is ruining us and all this artificial light and emf and uh we're on our phones and our all this stuff and you you know it's it's killing us well you can like flip it around and you can use technology to like yes to defeat itself you know and use your calendar to create times to meditate and use these apps and use like all of these things that are at our disposal uh you know to to be healthier i think uh is a is an interesting concept that you can kind of turn technology against itself the evils of technology um okay so we were i can't believe this i just looked at the clock we have three minutes minutes. um oh man So let's very quickly, there's a lot we didn't get to, but let's uh, very quickly talk about, okay, what is, uh, what is something that you enjoy about life or something you do to make life more enjoyable? And it doesn't have to have anything to do with meditation or anything else. It's just like a hobby or something that you do to just enjoy your life. Um, I'd say I really enjoy cooking uh, for me, for my uh I like cooking Friday night dinner, but I think it because that's the Sabbath for me. And uh-huh. uh, I make uh, bread, uh, challah bread, uh, oh. with my kids on the weekend, and we'll freeze that to then uh, defrost for Friday. So that's night. like real bread. That's not. I mean, are do you? Is there like a yeast starter that you've like got in your refrigerator or something that you like no, start not sour though it's not from the old that, country right <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it's just i like to i like to mix uh food and family yeah and tradition i'm putting that in the channel it's mixing food nice. and family that's a good one um what yeah so like other than bread like what is kind of your like what are you the expert at oh so i'm the expert at very easy Friday night meals. So <laughs> it could be baked salmon. It could be uh, a, a pan, a cast iron pan seared steak. Um, those are, those. that's what people trust me with. <laughs> right, yeah. It ends up, that's what it is. It's not like what you're really good at. It's like what, what you know people will eat <laughs> that, that you're going to make. Yeah. What is the last book that you read? The last book I read was, oh, fine. I'll just tell you the truth. I was on vacation <laughs> in uh, 
Mexico and I read the Witcher book that the Netflix. Oh, oh yes. I've actually heard like good things about that. It was fun. You know, yeah. I just, I read, I'm, if you ask the last book I listened to, I'm listening to a very dense history of energy use. Yeah. You know, so I do a lot of stuff uh, for work and it's nice just to uh, unwind. What is the, what is the book that you would like recommend people read? the most like you um, have to read this book um i really like biographies of winston churchill yeah you know and um and sometimes if you read more than one you can compare and contrast um the last one uh that i read was uh, walking with destiny uh i think the last name of the author was roberts and it made it clear to me that Winston Churchill did some good things, did some bad things, um, was totally imperfect. But uh, the great two great lessons is, you know, he inspired people, you know, and that was so important. And he did one really great thing, which was he did not surrender. Um, he did not make peace with Hitler and pretty much the other leading candidate to be prime minister, Lord Halifax. Wanted to. Wanted to. Yeah. And it's kind of yes. interesting. Like, like hmm. Hold you on. Can, you there... don't have to be perfect to do some really good things. I'm looking, I'm looking for something very quickly. I know that I think if this is, if this is right, you're going to think I'm, I'm like the coolest person ever. (laughs) Um, So Um, there was a guy that came and spoke in Abilene and he was dead. Where is it? I know I put it in my wish list. Idiot. He was like the, he he was the first Winston Churchill biographer that got King, King George's like uh, Uh, diary diary. Mm. And I'm pretty sure I'm like Robert sounds familiar. Um, you have derailed. I know. I know. I was gonna. Say, I was gonna be so cool. It's like like a, bo- a book that he's read. I have on my wish list. It's not even that I've <laughs> and then I can't. Then I can't even find it uh, on the thing. So anyway, yeah, I love biographies as well. Um, okay, so where can people find you? What uh, What do you have going on? Like, uh, kind of promote yourself. Sure. So I'm a principal at Spears Abacus. Um, which okay. is a joint venture between uh, Bill Spears and the Abacus family office, who were some of the original financial backers of Sears. Oh, cool. And they sold out for a million bucks in 1903. So they did all right. Yeah. And, um, you know, if I were to promote myself as, you know, I help people invest in companies where we sort of understand the companies and don't get all stressed out about, you know, coronavirus and (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome. I'm still looking for this. There's always going to be something. I'm still looking for this. Yes. (laughs) That's the American story right there. There's always going to be something. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, Manny, this has been awesome. I really appreciate it. Uh, Thank you, man. This has been awesome. And I will, uh, I will email you and the others in that, in that email, uh, whenever it goes up, probably in the next couple of weeks, I'll put the show up and, uh, uh, we'll, uh, 
you know, uh, send you the link and maybe get you back on here in the future. That'd be great. I'd love to. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, man. Thank you. You too. You're listening to the Simply Human Podcast. Um, I was in the ER on on the on, on February 16th. I was in the emergency room, Rick. <laughs> Gulp. Would you like to hear? That? I was throwing up, and uh, about ten years ago, I uh, was in the hospital for five days with a very severe, like, uh, bacterial infection in my GI, where my body was starting to shut down, and I started internally bleeding. <clears throat> you know, a lot of things happened to you. That was during the the World Series run. I watched mm-hmm. World Series games with my dad. A, I got I got hit by a car one time. <laughs> Almost killed me. Had the coronavirus. I did not have the coronavirus. So I thought I got really sick on a Sunday last Sunday morning and fever and started violently throwing up. Are you serious? Like a, a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, like just like this last Sunday. And I, I didn't, dude. Get, I didn't get sick in 2019. Like I did not run a fever. I didn't get a cold. Nothing. So it's like mm-hmm. I don't get. Well, it's like, I wish I would get sick three or four times a year. Just kind of sick, you know? It's like, I go, yeah, I I go a year. You would get sick and it would not be like a... Going to the emergency room. Well, I went... Five alarm. Yes. So I I went to the emergency room. I drove myself like in the middle of the night to rule out this infection thing because like it's a, there's a chance that I... Could, it could happen again and it was like a really bad deal I was in the hospital for like five days and uh, so they gave me two Tylenol then sent me home they ruled out that it, <laughs> it was, was $11,000 well, well I called my insurance company today to see if they had sent the claim in because I'm like I'm like wanting to I'm nervous about how much it's going to be for those two Tylenol but there was something that I there's something that I learned uh, at three in the morning when I was throwing up into my toilet I learned this that I need to chew my food better. What? Because like huge chunks of food gross. were coming up. Gross. And then you like start throwing up because it's so gross. Ugh. Your throw up is so gross. It's like I would be throwing up even if I wasn't sick right now. And I threw, <laughs> I threw up at the ER a couple of times and it was... Uh, Mark, how am I not... Like, how are I... Like, I didn't want y'all to like. I didn't want y'all to like make fun of me. No, it, you had to tell us this. I was really sick. You didn't even care. It was on my brother's birthday. I wouldn't have prayed, but I would have thought. You would have you. laughed. Yeah, I would have thought no, about you. I wouldn't have laughed. It was on the sixteenth. Yeah. Mark, what? You have to tell me this. I watched the entire uh, second season of Narcos Mexico on Sunday and Monday. Oh, it's really good, by the way. It's so good. It's I also, uh, I'm going to read the book about Pablo Acosta. There's a whole book about him. You know, the one with Mimi. You mean you're going to read the book or you're going to have someone read the book at you? At me? He's like yelling at me. Yeah. Have, like, you, uh, have your boys... Have your boys listened to the Fellowship of the, or the uh, Lord of the Rings books? I think they've read them. Yeah, I'm reading them now. I'm in, on the Return I'm of the King. I'm uh, having someone read them at me. Is what you mean? <sighs> Same thing. 
<laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. Tip of the week is meditate. <laughs> Use the Calm app. I have or... a thousand <laughs> Stop. fake tip of the week right now. <laughs> I won't. We'll, we'll end the call and then we'll, we'll stay on. Okay, so that, we got a lot of stuff coming. We've, we're, we're booked into June. This is going to be fun. We're having lots of fun. Uh, September will be our seventh year. Good God. We got to get to 10. Can we? I don't think so. I liked uh, the, the last. Uh, the last show, the uh, and remember it was you saying how much whiskey you gotta be uh, to drink to be picked up by the police in Kentucky. <laughs> 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 we were talking about Ed Delfour. Oh, that was fun. Uh, okay, Morgan. so that is gonna do it for this edition of the Simply Podcast. <laughs> and remember, <laughs> I'm, we're doing the outro. <laughs> so until next time. Enjoy yourself. <laughs>